Welcome to the Selfish Mom Podcast, featuring real talk with busy moms who have no shame when it comes to their self-care. Each episode, we dive into their daily habits and routines, the struggles of being a mom, and the benefits of prioritizing their health and happiness. Learn from their experiences and get practical tips and inspiration to drop the mom guilt when it comes to self-care. Join us as we redefine what it means to be a selfish mom, because when it comes to self-care, it's not selfish, it's essential. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Selfish Mom Podcast. I'm your girl, Grace, and your host, for this self-care podcast for busy moms. To get things started, I wanted to share a little insight into what you could expect from this podcast and share a couple of fun facts about me. So let's start with what this podcast is not. This podcast is not about shaming moms. We're never gonna shame moms for their different parenting styles, their different values, or their different perspectives on how to be a good mom. This podcast is also not about guiding you into a cookie cutter morning routine or influencing you to book a wellness retreat to escape the challenges of motherhood. I mean, don't get me wrong, I thrive on my morning routine and I'm always down for a yoga retreat or a wellness weekend with the girls. But here's the thing, motherhood is a crazy, beautiful, a unique experience for everyone. And figuring it all out is a journey that requires love, patience, and a whole lot of self-care. But self-care looks different for everyone, and it changes as you go through motherhood. I started this podcast to share how other moms are practicing self-care in their current season of motherhood. Because the self-care that works for you when you're in the newborn phase might not work for you when you're running after a toddler. And I believe that instead of reinventing a wheel, why not learn from others? See, and that's the thing I love about being in this tribe called motherhood. We can all learn from each other's experience. My vision for this podcast is to create an open and honest space for moms to share their journey to becoming a selfish mom, who through trial and error, found a way to create the time and space to practice self-care that works for them in their daily lives. So think about candid conversations with your mom friends about the struggles and highlights of being a mom and then sharing the secrets of how to stay calm, present, and balanced through the beautiful chaos of motherhood. So if you're a mom who believes that self-care is important, but just can't seem to find a way to make it a priority, then this podcast is for you. Or if you're a mom and the idea of putting yourself first feels selfish, or maybe you feel like it's a waste of time, this podcast is also for you. Becoming a selfish mom isn't about neglecting your responsibilities as a parent. It's recognizing that self-care isn't selfish. It's essential for being the best version of yourself as a mom and as an individual. It's about practicing self-love, setting boundaries, 
and unapologetically choosing to do things for your own happiness and fulfillment. Being a selfish mom is a mindset and a healthy lifestyle. So if you want healthy and happy kids, you have to show them what healthy and happy looks like. So if any of this resonates with you, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode of the Selfish Mom Podcast. Okay, now that you know what you can expect from the podcast, I want to share five fun facts about me so you know this selfish mom behind the mic. Okay, here we go. Fun fact number one. I am a boy mom of three. Two of them I gave birth to naturally, with no drugs and no medication. My first son, Isaac, is seven years old, and I labored with him for 27 and a half hours. My second son, Victor, who is now 20 months old, I labored with him for exactly 12 hours. And my third son, Caden, who's 15, is my lucky bonus son who made us a blended family. Okay, fun fact number two. I am a woman in tech. Okay, let me back up a little bit and explain what that means for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. For the first decade of my career, I was an engineer. And then the second decade, I pivoted into sales engineering. So today, I am a senior leader in a high-growth software company leading a team of solution engineers. So my entire career, I've been used to working in fast-paced, high-stress, and high-visibility type environments where there was always a significant amount of burnout, stress, and overwhelm. Now, before I became a mom, my self-care routine was pretty reactive. Anytime I felt stress, I had the time and flexibility to take some time and take care of myself, myself, get my mind right, and get back into the grind. After becoming a mother, my time became severely limited, and honestly, I was just more frazzled, or I just didn't know what to do because I just had so much on my plate. I remember those early years of motherhood where I was just feeling so ugh about motherhood. I mean, I knew it was hard. People around me told me it was going to be hard, but I just didn't expect it to be this hard. Then I realized that the reason why it was so hard was because all I focused my time, energy, and efforts on was my kid. And I lost sight of taking care of myself, my mental, my physical, my spiritual self. And as soon as I started making that a priority, motherhood got so much better. This is why I'm such a huge advocate for moms to take care of themselves first before they can take care of others. Okay, fun fact number three. I was born in the Philippines, raised in Japan, and I live in the US with my family in Virginia. I have a huge affinity to Japan and its culture, which is probably due to the fact that I lived in Japan for a majority of my childhood, which is about 13 years because my dad was in the Navy. Growing up in Japan in the 90s was special and shaped my outlook on life and values. I love the food, the style, the culture, all of it. And I still prefer to eat with chopsticks over a fork and spoon. I hope one day I can go back and live in Japan with my family. So if you haven't been to Japan, 
you should seriously consider putting it on your vacation bucket list. Okay, fun fact number four. I love to eat and travel. Bonus if I can do it at the same time. <laughs> Food is definitely my love language. And if there's something on the menu that I've never heard of, I'm probably ordering it. My favorite time of eating is what I like to call team eating. You know, the type where everyone orders something different from the menu, so everyone can get a taste of a little bit of everything. <laughs> Sharing is caring, and doing it with food makes my heart and taste buds happy. Before having kids, I used to travel so much for work and with friends. And one thing that I love to do when I'm visiting a new place is visit a local coffee shop because I love coffee and I also love getting recommendations from the locals on what to eat and what to see. And nine times out of 10, most the recommendations that I get at, from those coffee shops are way better than anything that I have found online or in any guidebook. My favorite type of coffee shops are the ones that have a really good playlist of hip-hop or lo-fi beats, single-origin pour-overs, and fast and secure Wi-Fi. Bonus to coffee shops when they serve yummy pastries and have a kid-friendly sitting area. Okay, last but not least, fun fact number five. I fell asleep during my first yoga class and my first meditation class. <laughs> I honestly thought that these two activities were super boring at first. Fast forward almost 20 years later, and I practice yoga almost daily. I mean, I may not go to a yoga class every day, but I'm definitely doing some type of downward dog, half moon, chaturanga, something, cactus pose combo <laughs> to keep my mind and body healthy. I just recently got into meditation and I've been practicing almost daily for about two years and I still fall asleep sometimes and I just learned that falling asleep is just my body giving me what I need. That's it for me. If any of this is your vibe, let's be friends on Instagram. Follow me at the.selfishmom. Thanks for listening to the very first episode of the Selfish Mom Podcast. Join me next week for another episode that empowers you to become a selfish mom. And remember, self-care isn't selfish, it's essential.